What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Ugh. It gets my day going. It makes me laugh. I love it. Mac and Schmitty in the morning on Star 105.7. Oh, good morning, Schmitty. Hey, good morning. What'd you think of that rain last night? A little wicked storm rolling yeah. through pretty quick. I was going to say, it was like two minutes. I would have taken it a little longer, but good news, not a lot of power outages, not a lot of issues, so that's good. Well, speaking of that, so uh, Michelle and I, we sat out on the porch actually watching the storm roll in and the wind come with us, and the power went out just long enough for all of the clocks in our house to reset. Of course, that's your favorite. Uh, For my kids to wake up and just to come out and use as an excuse to get out of bed because it was right about 9 o'clock. They went to bed at 8.30. First comes out my daughter. Mom, my lights flickered on and off. Yeah, honey, the power went out for just a couple of seconds. Two seconds later, my son's out the door. Hey, why is Charlotte out of bed? Like, he doesn't have a reason. He just heard his big sister get out. So there's that. And then, of course, at uh, about 3.45 this morning, because the sprinklers reset when my power goes out, like at 345, like we have a sprinkler system that would wake the dead. Wouldn't know what that's like. You wouldn't know what the moles are. Or the I got to tell you that oh. my son from his room was like, what's going on? We're like, nothing. Don't you dare open that door. <laughs> You're good. Your windows are closed. Your blinds are shut. It's sleepy time. You're doing it right over there for I gotta sure. got to tell you. Movies, music, and all the gossip in one place. It's the Celebrity Scoop on Star 105.7. And the rumor mill about Kim and Kanye potentially reuniting continues because Kanye looks like he is saying goodbye to a big part of his Wyoming life. He has just listed his monster-sized Monster Lake Ranch. And people are wondering if he is headed back to L.A. to reunite with Kim. The rapper's property is back on the market for $11 million, which is a little dig out of his pocket. It's $3 million less than what he bought it for back in September of 2019. Now, remember, he still has a different Wyoming property, Bighorn Mountain Ranch, But of course, one of the things that we heard when Kim and Kanye were breaking up was that the distance between the two was a huge part of this. In fact, you'll remember those pictures that paparazzi caught back in 2020 of Kim breaking down crying while she was leaving his Wyoming home. So, of course, a lot of people are wondering if this real estate move signals that they are talking about potentially getting back together. I think this is going to be overanalyzed right up until... The divorce papers are signed. I mean, that's what we're here for. I mean, right? (laughs) Megan Fox getting candid about the deep insecurities she struggles with. This is a new interview alongside her boyfriend, Machine Gun Kelly, with British GQ, where she says they found the love within each other that actually helps each one with their internal struggles. Megan said, yes, I have body dysmorphia. I have a lot of deep insecurities. We may look at somebody and think, that person is so beautiful. Their life must be so easy. They most likely don't feel that way about themselves. Now, she did not share which body dysmorphic disorder affects her personally, but said her relationship with the rocker has helped her find comfort in who she always has been deep down. And so she hasn't found someone like that before. A little bit of a dig at her ex, but... She says that was what really brought them together. 
You know, these two do like to weird out together, and that's a strong part for a couple. I mean, if you can find somebody who gets your kind of crazy, and it seems like those two do. Mm -hmm. Demi Lovato is raising some eyebrows with their latest idea about the extraterrestrial. So you know the pop star has this new Peacock streaming show called Unidentified with Demi Lovato. Well, Demi is saying that we should no longer use the term alien because they think it is offensive, even as it pertains to actual would-be aliens from outer space. Demi says that their goal is to make sure we are using the correct language, which is extraterrestrial, saying it is a derogatory term. I like to call them ETs. So just a little tidbit, a little information I learned. ET is what the community prefers. (laughs) Uh, if you were wondering where the line is on whether, uh, you know, being, I don't know, PC to a max stops, it stops to me with, uh, you know, beans we haven't even discovered yet. I don't know. But am I going to watch the darn show? Yes. Well done, Demi. And finally, Jamie Lynn Spears is releasing her memoir. The actress, singer, and mom of two announced yesterday on Instagram she has finally finished writing her book, Things I Should Have Said. It has been in the works for a few years now. She started out the caption by saying, I can't believe I finally finished writing my book. I've spent my whole life believing that I had to pretend to be perfect even when I wasn't. So for the first time, I'm opening up about my own mental health and the challenge to be painfully honest with myself. I face a lot of hard things that I normally would have just glossed right over like I was taught to, but now I owe it to myself to be an example and come out with everything. I don't know. There's there's no... Confirmation about whether any Britney things will be talked about in here, but it is kind of interesting timing. Well, and that's the part. Even if there wasn't Britney things in there, I feel like the timing's a little bit sleazy in the sense that you're capitalizing on all this attention that's around your sister. Mm -hmm. Even the title sort of alludes to, man, I wish I would have said this. Because that's what everyone's going to think is that it's about your and your sister's relationship. If you want to read it, it'll drop on shelves in January. All of your celeb scoop at westmichiganstar.com. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. Failing his parents and talking about it. Weekday mornings at 6. Star 105.7. Feel good variety of the 80s till now. Good morning to you. It's Mac and Schmitty. And I I need some advice, Schmitty. You know, we do Am I Crazies on Friday. Mm -hmm. And I don't think this makes me crazy. I think a lot of people do this. Do, Do you or do Chris, do either of you, anybody in your family talk in their sleep? I only do if I'm really sick. Running a fever, I'll talk up a storm. And otherwise, I'm pretty quiet. You had a little hallucination, yeah, little fever dreams? Yeah, it's weird, yeah. That is, so for me, I used to talk in my sleep all the time. Like from the time I was a high schooler, my mom used to talk all the time about how she'd come to wake me up and she'd have like random conversations where I'd make no sense and my eyes wouldn't be open and then I'd go back to sleep and I'd have no recollection of these things happening yeah, at so all. Creepy. And then when I first uh, started dating my wife when we first moved in together in Vegas years ago, she was like, you sleep talk all the time. Oh. But it's usually mumbling. You know, you usually can't understand very much a word here or there. Okay. Let it go. Like I just yeah. weird stuff. Well, ever since I got that dang CPAP machine over my face, you know, she's been like, "Well, you don't, you don't make any sounds while you sleep anymore." It's Amazing! Yeah, she loves it. She loves it. <laughs> That's but the I, endorsement. But of course, the lions were so good on Sunday that a nap on the couch just happened organically on its own, and she's like, "I have not heard you sleep talk like that in probably oh, a decade." Anything so, interesting? The very first, she's like, "The only thing I could understand that came out of your mouth," and I have, I mean, I wish I remembered my dreams. You can. You can ride this whale. Those two are mine. Nice, nice. I 
have no context for what that could possibly be. feel like maybe you watched of. a Disney movie before you fell asleep. Maybe Free Willy. I don't know yeah. what's going on. Maybe the Honolulu blue of the lion's uniform somehow made me into this uh, ocean sort of setting in my dreams. Little Jacques have, Cousteau going on I in the subconscious. No idea, but like what kind of randomness is that? You ride that will. Those two are mine. Like it's so I don't nuts. I don't understand where the context could be from in terms of where a dream comes from. Do you remember your dreams either? Oh, I do. I'm That's, a very vivid dreamer. I remember them for about five seconds. And even though I tell myself I'm going to remember this dream, I can't remember it yeah, after it after. I have a, a notepad on my nightstand and I write them down. Yeah, I feel like sleep talking and sleepwalking are the just trippiest things because the person who's actually actively involved in it is the person who has no idea that it's going on. Everyone yeah. else wants to see it. The last time that I had the flu, which was like five years ago, I don't, I wasn't, was I married? Yeah, I've been married for five years. And Chris, <laughs> Chris had told me that just out of nowhere, I just screamed, I told you I cannot dance. And I was like, well, that's shocking because, as you know, I am an incredibly talented dancer. <laughs> that wasn't a dream. That was a nightmare. But, yeah, it's only it's only fevery for me. See, that sort of makes sense because you're in the midst of, like, a medical thing at that moment, yeah. right? So I did the smart thing and I Googled this as to whether oh, or not there's... I Googling Yeah, dreams. it turns out I'm, I'm probably not going to die, but it could be that I've got sleep terrors. Those are really horrifying. Sleep terrors. R- uh, REM sleep behavior disorder. RBD for short. Is what they call oh. it, by the way. Or sleep terrors are the two type of sleep disorders most commonly associated with sleep talking. Oh, so I thought you were talking specifically whales. I'm like, were they eating you? Were you like the book of Job or something in the Bible? I find whales Got very it. peaceful, all right? Like, I was going to say, I think it's very Ooh, calming. You said Disney movie. I figured it out, Schmitty. I figured it out. It was only on Friday I watched Pinocchio. Gotta there, be that. There it you is. See, you know what? You interpret dreams. Did you know that about yourself? I'm a very intuitive individual. <laughs> I still have no idea why I would have screamed I can't dance, though. So if you want to go ahead and break that one down for me, I'd love the help. <laughs> Your nose is getting longer. <laughs> Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. Well, good morning to you. Welcome into your Tuesday. It's Mac and Schmitty. Something positive for you right now with feeling good. And I think this sounds like an incredible thing to do with a brother. Maybe you'd do it with one of your brothers, Schmitty. Would you walk across the country with them? Ooh, it depends on the brother, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'll leave it alone right be there. I don't honest. want to start family divisions right now. <laughs> but uh, two brothers, Aiden and Louis Ardine, they left their homes in Middleton, New Jersey to walk across the country five months ago, Schmitty. And these two bartenders from Jersey uh, were doing it to raise money for restaurant workers impacted by COVID-19. Pretty cool cause to be doing it for, especially for a couple of bartenders and the trip of a lifetime for this two of them. They averaged 20 miles per day over 162 days, passing through 11 different states. They went through uh, and encountered a black bear, hiked through the Rocky Mountains at 12,000 feet, had to deal with extreme temperatures too, like 100 degrees in Nevada down to 20 degrees in Nebraska. At one point in time, they uh, also had a ton of help from strangers along the way. Well, over the weekend, Schmitty... Their 3,200-mile hike ended on the sands of the Pacific Ocean, where their mom was waiting there for them. Oh, must have been such a proud mama bear. I was going to say, can you imagine, you know, if you're hearing your two kids are walking all the way across the country and you've got to wait five months before the next time that you'll be seeing them? And you're thinking about the last family trip y'all took in the car where you had to, like, (laughs) 
Brenton turning around six or seven times because they wouldn't stop fighting in the backseat. These guys raised $70,000 along their walk across the country for restaurant workers and just wanted to be out there and prove that people are inherently good and want to help their neighbors. Nice. A kid in Arizona opted to get the COVID vaccine on his 12th birthday as soon as he qualified. The reason he's going viral is because he showed up to his appointment in a pirate eye patch. As one does. Don't know the name of the boy, but Dr. Gerard Van Bell tweeted out, let's hear it for this birthday boy who hitting 12 jumped at the chance for the vax. It's good for me, the boy said, but it's especially important because my little sister can't get it yet. This is what made everybody's heart smile. He said the nurse asked him about his pirate eye patch, and he said, well, I don't even want to see the needle with my peripheral vision, so I brought a pirate patch today. (laughs) In fact, they thought it was such an awesome idea. They're looking into it for all the kids and having pirate patches ready when the 5 to 11-year-old candidates are soon approved. Man, what a little genius right there. I could t- You'd be a fan of that, it's right? You're such no, a cute you're no picture. You're no fan of shots. Oh, yeah. I'd wear, an, I'd wear a patch on both eyes. I don't want to know. <laughs> don't count it down. Just put it in. Schmitty rocks a sleep mask while mm-hmm. getting shots. So funny. It's such a good idea. Back in the day. Let's go back, Schmitty. Going back in the day on this, the 12th day of October. I'm going all the way back to 1915. This was the day that the Ford Motor Company, Schmitty, manufactured its one millionth automobile. One million cars by 1915. Does that seem like a lot to you? Considering I didn't think the Model T was even invented until the 20s, yes, that is shocking information to me. (laughs) Already had a million cars off of the assembly line. That might be his biggest contribution to modern manufacturing is just people putting together things in parts like that. The assembly line. Yeah, the assembly line was huge and revolutionized. That's why I guess you could make a million cars when you uh, had no electricity in most places. October 12th, 1810. We're taking it way back. I'm going to try to channel my... German ancestors. Bavarian Crown Prince Louis, later King Louis I of Bavaria, married Princess Therese von Schassen-Hildenbergenhausen. Oh, that's I love her name. The Bavarian royalty invited the citizens of Munich to attend the festivities held on the fields in front of the city gates. Thus, the beginning of Oktoberfest. Ah. In honor of the Crown Princess, the locals abbreviated the name to Weissen. Horse races then figured would be perfect to kind of celebrate every single year. And, of course, alcohol has become a very big part of the modern-day festival. More than a million gallons of beer are consumed every year at Oktoberfest, which is kind of shocking considering it starts in late September and only lasts until the first Sunday in October. That's, pretty, was, that's not very long to be It was shocking to see in person. Uh, I was going to say, you've done Oktoberfest in Munich, right? I have never seen women that could carry so many steins all at once. <laughs> I was like, I kind of want this to be my job. Yeah, that's what your husband was looking at, too, I'm sure. Uh, the the woman who he married, would you say her name for me one more time? I just want to I want to hear you attempt Teresa it. Teresa von heisenschausen Dauenberger. <laughs> Think I nailed it. I love it. You did nail it. My 100%. ancestors are proud. Yeah, you are doing them proud for sure. All right, Josh Hutcherson, the actor, PETA from The Hunger Games. Schmitty is 29 years old today. Kirk Cameron or Mike Seaver. Uh, of course, from Growing Pains. Kirk Cameron is 51 years old today, and Hugh Jackman, my kids are absolutely still obsessed with The Greatest Showman soundtrack, is 53 years old today. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. On your way to work, school, or someplace you actually want to be? Ride with us. Each morning starting at 6. Star 105.7. Especially a young parent's worst nightmare, but for anybody, it's scary 
an allergic reaction happens. Yeah, so Sophia turned six months yesterday. Wow, Cannot believe that. Six months. And she has been such a good little eater. We have been doing solids for like three or four weeks now. She's just loving life. She's a little tank. And she got up from her nap as I was getting home from work. And so Chris was like, hey, you notice I, like these little bug bites on her? And I'm freaking out like, oh, we do not have bed bugs. Oh Everyone, gosh, yeah. grab a bonfire pit and a bed. We're burning everything. The house is coming down. I'll call off work the rest of the week. I mean, just That's almost terrifying. what they recommend to do with bed bugs is just burn the whole place down because that's about. Yeah. So I'm like, what? And we're like checking everything and. I was like, no, no, this isn't this isn't what bed, bed bugs are. Because right. I, you know, Googled what they look like. So they almost look like raised little mosquito bites. I'm like, well, it's not a mosquito. I mean, this is it's a weird time for that. And so then he was like, well, she had new pajamas on last night. Maybe we didn't wash them well enough. And, she had her, and I'm like, I don't know, man. These look like hives. And uh. oh, boy, do hives scare me. Because I've had a couple friends of mine whose kids have had some really serious allergic reactions. And I know with hives... You know, there's a different spectrum of it. They can be pretty non-severe, and then they can go to life-threatening, you know, where they can close your throat up or something. As a well-rounded mom, I go to worst-case scenario every Obviously, time. Obviously, yeah. Like, she's going to stop does. breathing in about 60 seconds. I'm not going to have time to get her to a hospital. So I'm like, okay, I don't feel good about this. I don't know if it's something that she ate, if it's something that she... and inge- Like, just let's let's call Could the be pediatrician. Anything, right? Yeah, you don't know. Man, oh man, how did parents do it back in the day? I know I say that all the time. How did you do it without screens? How did you do it without the internet? How? Because it was so amazing. We called our pediatrician. We were explaining to him, you know, this is what they look like. And he goes, you know what? Do you mind? Snap a few pictures. Upload it to your mind chart. I'll be able to look at it in about 60 seconds. It's so, so awesome. Was, so we yeah. didn't have to like go anywhere or do anything. And he's like, yep, that is what it looks like. You know, give me an idea of what she's been eating. Okay, let's stop this, this, and this. And we'll slowly just kind of weed out what it might be that she is having this reaction to. Right. And I just felt so much. I mean, I was still weirdly like nervous about it, but I didn't have to go anywhere or do anything. I had a bag packed. I was like, here we come, Helen DeVos. <laughs> like, I was just so scared about it. He's like, nope, it's all good. Calm right down. There we go. How was Chris's reaction? I'm just curious. As Chris to his was, was like, let it ride. Thank you. I'm like, this do the- you even love your children? <laughs> we love them enough to understand they're going to be okay. You wondered how parents did it? That's how they did it, Schmitty, with a little optimism and rubbing some dirt on it method. Because oh, please. I'm just saying, same thing happened. So we're eating. My son was uh, a bit older than Sophia, but I think under the age of two, maybe like 18 months, somewhere in there. And he was eating food, and all of a sudden, I mean, he looked like a Kardashian kid. He his lips were so full oh, and big. Oh, the mouth. That's scary. yeah. His That's lips when... swelled up, Mm-mm. but he was still being a happy baby. No trouble breathing. We were, you know, monitoring. My wife is flipping out. Going, we need to go to the emergency room now. It's time to go to the emergency room. Emergency room. And I'm going. Why? His oh lips are a little swollen. Give, give the kid a little Benadryl and he's fine. He'll be fine. I'm like, that's what they're going to tell you to do at the hospital. That's what they do for kids who have uh, like not severe allergic reactions. His lips are a little swollen. You keep an eye on him. If he has trouble breathing, boom, we'll be at the hospital in seconds. But otherwise, just let us ride this one out. So it's we, the person that didn't carry them around for 10 months. We spent the next we spent the next four hours at the hospital after that just so yes, they could give did. him Benadryl and send him home. I mean, it's one of those things where you don't know, and I get her point, but now we have EpiPens around our house, and I always, yeah. every time we go out to eat or anything like that, I'm like, do we leave that EpiPen at home? So if, if he winds up <laughs> eating it's something so that doesn't, like, what do we do then? 
I got to tell you, though, Benadryl. So we got we got the word from the pediatrician that's like, listen, she can have Benadryl now, this dosage. And I was like, what did you say? Is this the amount I, I give know. her on a plane? Or? I don't know if don't... like anything is sweeter sounding music to parents than right before bedtime hearing you can give your kid Benadryl. <laughs> She didn't make a peep last night. I checked on her. Don't worry. Wasn't a terrible parent. But boy, we sat down. We watched a Netflix special together. I mean, I think Chris and I might have cuddled last night. I think we had actual time together. I'm like, what is this Benadryl? I love it. It's date night. Bust out the wine and the Benadryl. Oh my gosh. So that part of it was pretty prime. Uh, Yeah. Do you have a crazy experience with your kid having their first allergic reaction to something. Because I know for a lot of parents, obviously peanut allergies are a big one, Schmitty, where you just don't know about them until that first time, right? I'm telling you, my husband allergic to wasps, which they didn't discover until he was four and his throat closed up. Oh yeah, that's but that's the scary thing, that's, right? That's the And you never can tell. I didn't know what the hives were gonna do. Go to her eyeballs and blind her? Are these permanent? <laughs> WebMD is a terrifying oh, place yeah. for anyone. Schmitty salty. You know what? Uh, you're See, you're not really a fan of this second summer that we're getting here no. in October, Smitty. It's not working out for you. I'm confused about it. Now, here's the deal. I loved the storm last night. I'm, I love a good downpour, yeah. good sleeping weather. But this morning, when I'm all set and I'm leaving to like come to work and it's Four o'clock in the morning. I'm parked on the street, right? That's a different salty schmitty rant because we still have two boats sitting in our driveway because Chris hasn't sold his fishing boat, but uh, whatever. Bougie, bougie. Problem, right, right. Yeah. So I'm still parked on the street and I'm running outside and I'm like, you know, you could take the sidewalk. It rained last night. It's probably going to be slippery. No, you'll cut at least four seconds off your time if you just go down the front yard. Is that even a decision? You, you're definitely going that way. Boom. Spill. Yard sale. Mud everywhere. My shoes are caked this morning. Cake. What you got going it? on here? Oh, oh yeah, mud. Those were nice before you did that. And then, and I would judge someone coming into work looking like this. So then I'm laying butt down in wet grass. You're so, so now your underwear's how, wet. Like imagine the just destruction you would put forth on your husband if he was there at that moment in time. Like if he oh. were watching you oh. wipe out in the middle of right? four o'clock in the morning and in the laughed. mud. Oh, he of course would have. Oh. And then he would have been pummeled. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, I got muddy shoes. got wet underwear because I only wear leggings at this point in life. Right. Do I go back inside and change? Well, if I go back inside and change, the kids are up. Then I face and then Chris comes downstairs and then I'm going to unleash on him because I'm an unfair spouse. So I guess I'm just going into work looking like this. It's terrible. From the ankles down, it looks like I have no idea what I'm doing or how to dress myself. There is so much mud. And I have like sales calls, like calls and meetings I'm going on after the show today. And I'm going to wind up there going, I promise you, I'm a full grown adult that knows how to live a life. Sorry, I took a shortcut through a bog to get here today. Oh, the worst is that you just don't know what to do. So you sit there. I just sat there for like a minute. I in do, the wet grass. See, I do the uh, like the instant get up where it's where you almost weren't even on the ground, but you were there just long enough to get wet where you hit the ground and then you just go, oh, oh, no, oh, oh no, oh. oh, no. I've had two kids. I don't have that get up and go anymore. Schmitty's <laughs> so salty. Yeah. Hey, it's Mac and Schmitty. Start your day feeling good. No. Or at least caffeinated. Coffee. I need coffee. Wake up with us each morning at 6. Star 105.7. Hi, Star. Who's this? Naomi. Naomi. All right. So we've heard snakes, we've heard spiders, and we've even heard wetting the bed so far. None of them were the top answer when 100 people were asked which fear or what fear 
Do adult yet childish men pretend not to have? What do you think it is, Naomi? I'm going to go to clowns. Clowns. Uh, as a guy who is freaked out by clowns, I can definitely relate to that answer. But no, not not listed on there. I think, oh, I think I'm okay. just weird, too. But thanks, Naomi. Thanks. Hi, Star. Who's this? Hi, this is Michelle. Is this the one with the question? Yes, it is. Michelle, we've gotten snakes, spiders, wetting the bed, and clowns. None of which were the top answer when 100 people were asked, which fear do adults yet childish men pretend not to have? What do you think the top answer was? I'm going to say commitment. <laughs> commitment is a great guess. I can't believe it took this long to get there. But yeah, commitment, the top answer. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, when in doubt, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. When in doubt, you just got to assume the worst in guys, and that'll usually come right up. Yeah, commitment. Yes, yes. Top fear. Number two, by the way, was the dark, and I get that one too. I mean, let's face it: when we turn off the lights in the basement, everybody runs up those steps mm-hmm. as fast as you can so that nothing grabs your ankles. I was going right? to say that. I was going to say that too, <laughs> but you said childish man, so I went with commitment. I see what you you know you picked up what I was trying to throw down there. Congratulations! You're going over to the Apple Valley Fun Farm and Corn Maze, and Speaking of fears, you can go get freaked out at the abandoned Acres Haunted Attraction as well. Oh, wow. How many tickets does that come with? That's actually four tickets for both of those. Oh, okay. Awesome. I have four people in my family. There you go. It was perfect then. You guys are getting hooked up. We'll do it again tomorrow. Battle of the Sexes, 815 here on Stubbino 5.7.